Hi, I'm Claire Mitchell QC. Welcome to the Witches of Scotland podcast. I'm a lawyer who specialises in miscarriage of justice cases and we're bringing you this podcast because we want to tell you about the women who were accused, prosecuted, convicted and ultimately executed as witches in Scotland. I'm Zoe Vendatotsi and I'm a writer who's always had an interest in the witches and I feel that this dark mark against Scotland needs a reckoning. The campaign Witches of Scotland wants three things. Firstly, a pardon for all those convicted of witchcraft. Secondly, an apology for all those who were accused as witches. And finally, a national monument in recognition of all those who are affected by this terrible miscarriage of justice. Over the forthcoming weeks, we'll be talking to a whole host of experts about the history and the modern day connections to the witches of Scotland. Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Witches of Scotland podcast. We're actually very excitingly doing an outdoor broadcast and we're together, which is very unusual because normally we're in two different laptops. We are. We are together today. We're standing outside the Scottish Parliament. Today is International Women's Day 2022. It is two years to the day since we started our campaign. And very excitingly, we have just had some news from the top. Claire, what is that news? (laughs) I'm not going to pretend there isn't any news today, Zoe, because today the most amazing thing happened. On International Women's Day, Nicola Sturgeon addressed what we asked her to address. We wrote to her in January and we said, we want you to address the historical injustice of women in Scotland. We want you to recognise and formally apologise to all those who were convicted in the most brutal miscarriage of justice. What happened, Zoe? First Minister Nicola Sturgeon just stood up and made a fantastic speech about the plight of women and girls, about the ongoing misogyny we have to live with and also the historical backdrop and during that she mentioned the campaign, she said the the petition is in front of the government and she issued a formal state apology. So let's just think about that. It has been hundreds of years since these people have died. No one has ever formally responded to what happened to these people. No one has ever formally apologised. No one has ever informally apologised, Zoe, as far as I'm aware. There's been a tide of sort of mockery beyond, you know, before today. There's been a sort of an idea of like, oh, it's ridiculous. They're just witches. Who cares? Pointy hats, you know, all that sort of thing. But now we've got proper, serious consideration of the plight that those people went through and of the fact that it was a wrong and that's starting to get addressed now. So now let's listen to what exactly Nicola Sturgeon said in Scottish Parliament today. Before this Parliament right now is a petition demanding a pardon for the more than 4,000 people in Scotland, the vast majority of them women, accused and in many cases convicted and executed for being witches under the Witchcraft Act of 1563. Those who met this fate were not witches, they were people and they were overwhelmingly women. At a time when women were not even allowed to speak as witnesses in a courtroom, they were accused and killed because they were poor, different, vulnerable or in many cases just because they were women. It was injustice on a colossal scale, driven at least in part by misogyny in its most literal sense, hatred of women. The pardon the petition calls for would require this parliament to legislate and in future this parliament may choose to do so. But in the meantime, the petition also calls for an apology. 
After all, these accusations and executions were instigated and perpetrated by the state. And so today on International Women's Day, as First Minister on behalf of the Scottish Government, I am choosing to acknowledge that egregious historic injustice and extend a formal posthumous apology to all those accused, convicted, vilified or executed under the Witchcraft Act 1563. Now, some will ask why this generation should say sorry for something that happened centuries ago, though it might actually be more pertinent to ask why it has taken so long. But for me, there are three reasons. Firstly, acknowledging injustice, no matter how historic, is important. This Parliament has issued, rightly so, formal apologies and pardons for the more recent historic injustices suffered by gay men and by minors. We're currently considering a request for a formal apology to women whose children were forcibly adopted. Reckoning with historic injustice is a vital part of building a better country. So too is recognising and writing into history what has been for too long erased the experiences and the achievements of women. Second, for some, this is not yet historic. There are parts of our world where even today women and girls face persecution and sometimes death because they have been accused of witchcraft. And thirdly, fundamentally, while here in Scotland the Witchcraft Act may have been consigned to history a long time ago, the deep misogyny that motivated it has not. We live with that still. So, now when we start the Witches of Scotland podcast, we're going to have to say something different because it's going to say we want three things, but we don't want three we things want anymore. Two. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they might be slightly shorter, the podcasts. So we're looking for the two things. And what are those two things that we still fight on for, Claire? What we still fight on for is a pardon. Now, what is happening is that there's going to be a public consultation in respect of this campaign. There's going to be a document that is sent out so that people can respond themselves and say why they think it's important, or I suppose not, in relation to whether or not a pardon is obtained. That should be happening really shortly. So please do, if you see that, don't think, oh, it's okay, someone else will answer that. You answer it, please, and you make it clear that you want a pardon for all those convicted of witchcraft. And the final thing, Zoe? State monument. We want there to be a state national monument that will mark what happened, let people know what happened if they're travelling to the country and will stand for us to remember this terrible miscarriage of justice for many, many, many years to come. So we will be back next week with our ordinary podcast, but we just couldn't wait to bring you this news. We are both so delighted. Thank you so much to everyone who listens, to everyone who tweets, to everyone who shares stuff, to everyone who interacts with us, to everyone who listens to the podcast, because all of that is part of the campaign. And without the support that we have had from everybody involved in this campaign, quite frankly, we just wouldn't have continued. It's the support of everybody that we meet that tells us that this means something to them, that they have a connection with it and they want this historic miscarriage of justice to be righted that keeps us going. And we're going to need that ongoing support for the next stage for the pardon when there'll be the consultation process. So please, those of you that have got in touch that said that you missed the chance to sign the petition. That will be your opportunity to support the rest of the aims of the campaign and to bring to fruition our aims, which were an apology, a pardon and a national memorial. And now, Zoe, we only have two things, and that is... 
pardon and a national memorial. So this is Witches of Scotland signing off for the day. Zoe and I are going to have a large glass of red wine. We are indeed. Goodbye. Goodbye. If you'd like to learn more about the Witches of Scotland, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Sign up for our mailing list at www.witchesofscotland.com to keep updated with the campaign. On that site, you'll be able to find how to link with us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram.